Hi guys, welcome back to the Fight Podcast with. Sure. This is your cue. <laughs> We've done this before. Yeah, and yeah. me, Jan. Hi. Hey, how are you Hi, doing? Nice to have you back. How are you doing? You see my shirt? I see your shirt. We could have worn matching shirts today. This this could have been a matching shirt day, you know. Yeah. You decided yeah. against that. Was this like a um, a conscious decision? <laughs> I think it's a little strange. <laughs> you, know, you don't you don't like to wear the same clothes as other men around you. Uh, you know, how did you manage the army then? <laughs> the uniform is a little different. Yeah. No, it's but like uh, it's like tactical pajamas. They since your shirt is like really pink, <laughs> and no, there's a unicorn not. on it's, it, it's black. It's black, guys. And it says "Beast" on it. But yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, nobody, even my friends, when I wore this like around, nobody was making. Nobody talked about the fact that that it says "Beast" on it, <laughs> which is pretty on the nose. With you, it's funny because. It's kind of true, you know. It's, but it's like with me, I'm not sure. <laughs> it looks funny when oh. I wear a beast. No, you're, but um, you're a beast. Come on, we should. We should stop, uh, stop being so modest. <laughs> we, we should do. We should do beast rash guards. ICCS beast rash guards. Yeah, they get it done. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, okay. So we're starting off the podcast with a little, uh, <laughs> with a little. Uh, 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 business idea. Okay. <laughs> we gotta go here. <laughs> um, when we talk about what we do in ICCS or what you do mostly in ICCS, um, we talk a lot about what gave you. Um, how do you approach these topics? How do you uh, deal with certain things? What's your idea behind uh, the way that you create the lessons uh, that you do create? Um, what's your goals with ICCS? But uh, we rarely talk about the fact um all of this all of the work that you do for iccs with iccs however you you would call it um it takes a lot of discipline it's not just a thing where you wake up and you're like every day um it just the, the one thing you want to do is something like record a video for iccs or something like some days it's more some days it's probably less would you agree um no <laughs> okay good so then let's dive into that why why is it that you always like what's your what's what's the thing that keeps you um disciplined enough to not only create all of iccs but also train with weights every single day i've seen you train uh heavy lift every single day that we've met and also keep training yourself with technical stuff and also other people Like especially with with uh, I've seen that I've seen that with you and and Anikala with grappling for instance or with other people with wrestling, yeah. you still send videos to people when you're here. Like all it's, the time, all the time. Like it's never it's never a day off. <laughs> There's no days off. <laughs> well, why would you want a day off for for something that you love to do? So that's the whole point. You you focus yeah. on if you had to do something where you wouldn't agree or where you wouldn't enjoy doing it, it's less of a thing where you could manage to stay so on topic. Right, I just love it very much. <laughs> you love the, but is it er everything the, about it? Everything, every everything single thing about it. it. There's no part that I see just where you're like, nah, that's uh, I don't know, that's annoying. Like some text filing stuff. I, like there has to be something where you're not like, oh, this I, I enjoy 100. percent that, That's what I have an accountant for. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> you outsource these things. Yeah. <laughs> so the basic idea is just, <laughs> it's not about being disciplined. It's just about enjoying what you do. Of course, you have to be disciplined. Um, But if you enjoyed every single thing, how would you need to be disciplined? Well, I then? think it's a way of like the way. I mean, 
I don't know. I'm just a positive guy. <laughs> but I look at it like kind of like a game almost, like life, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, you just enjoy the journey, you know? What do you mean when you say game? Like, uh, is it about winning? Is it just no, about no, playing? No, no, no. It's just about mean? playing. It's just about, like, like an experience, you know? Like, mm -hmm. hey, I wonder what's going to happen today, you know? <laughs> you wake up, you're like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's less about, um, okay, with, with training, for instance. Mm -hmm. Um Especially with the lifting stuff, that's something. It's 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 very straining. It's very um, it's very hard on you. And especially if you haven't done it for a long time, it, it might be like a little shock to to your system. Like, okay, I've I've lifted something that's very he heavy. You you might feel dizzy. Like, there's all these uh, components to it. Sometimes you might be injured, and you still train. I've seen you do it. You're injured. Uh, or you have been injured and still trained. Um, and there there's this thing where people might say, okay, if if someone is very comfortable, for instance. Let's say someone, like there's a difference between doing something that you feel is fulfilling and then there's people who do things that they just, let's say, enjoy. Like there's a difference between having a good meal and feeling good about it and then just eating a lot of chocolate, which makes you feel good in the moment, but it doesn't make you feel good in the long run. You know the dif You know what I mean? The difference? I, I don't really like chocolate that much. There must be something you do. Pizza. Pizza? Yeah, okay. Eating pizza every day it might be... It makes me feel good all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ate pizza for the rest of your life you think that's absolutely <laughs> then let's take something else like something okay. unhealthy like energy drinks or something okay okay if you drink that all of the time it's not good it's on your not body good for you, no. okay but you might enjoy it in the moment maybe okay yeah. so if people live in this in this area where they're constantly comfortable think the way we talked about this in the last episode like the way we organize ourselves people have access to a life where it's just very comfortable most of the time They have to do a job or something, so they have enough money to do very comfortable things most of the time. Mm -hmm. And so getting out of that and starting with, let's say, heavy lifting, starting with something like with, with fighting, I've never done this before, this might feel very hard on me at the beginning, I'm very bad at this at first, so I have to start with something I don't feel comfortable with. Um, you do this every single day and I've never seen you take a break. So it must be... It's not just the comfort. It's not a comfortable thing to do. So how do you th keep up the discipline to still do it every day, even when you're not on top of things? Well, like, for example, uh, I think it's good always to remember, like, the why. Because, mm -hmm. like, uh, sometimes you're in the, in the shit, basically, and, you know, so you have this motivation, or even if you have discipline and, and you get start training, Start doing something, but then you do it again and again. It starts becoming grueling, sometimes boring, mm -hmm. repetitive, uh, repetitive, yeah. all that <clears> stuff. <throat> and then the, when you're not, when you don't see, you always, you know, the big picture. So sometimes it's hard to to do it. But if you remember, if you stop for a second and you remember why you're doing it, like what's your goal, and you're doing what you're doing is always it always motivates you for that second, mm -hmm. and it gives you that discipline again for that next next set or mm -hmm. next phone call whatever it is you, you want to do so you think discipline doesn't work without motivation or like at least a well, goal mo mo motivation doesn't work without discipline of course mm -hmm. motivation works for like five minutes you know you you know people get motivated by someone else something that they saw a movie or a speech and then mm -hmm. it's great for five minutes but uh, when you start sweating or when you get injured or when you didn't sleep at night or you're hungry then Let's see, you know, then let's see how, how motivated you really are. But I think if you're disciplined, um, and discipline is a habit. Mm -hmm. I don't think motivation is a habit. But discipline, you could form into a habit. 
And then uh, no matter the circumstance, you'll, you'll work your way around it, you know. Mm -hmm. So if you start to build discipline, because you already have built this thing, but for people who, who are starting to or, are, uh, or who are interested in building this kind of discipline, um, you have to start doing something that's very uncomfortable. So it's not a habit yet. And um, for, for starting um, something that becomes a pattern that you do over and over again, you have to go through this part where it's just shitty. And you say, or is, is that what, the point? What, what, what shitty? Which like um, the first time you lift weights afterwards, you're sore, you're okay, super so, sore. Right, you're super sore. So why is that shitty? Uh, it doesn't make you feel good in the moment. Uh, you have pain. Also, it's something that is it's just uncomfortable. It's growing pain. Uh, it's, uh, that's you, what I mean. You, you could, you could uh, transmute it. Like, like um, you know, the, the bad feeling to a good feeling. Mm -hmm. like, I feel sore because I trained. I'm proud of myself. It means like I'm getting stronger, maybe. Like this is a sign of yeah, improvement. Yeah, it's a great thing, yeah. I'm tired at the end of the day. Okay, no matter what you're going to do, you're probably tired at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But are you tired because you're being productive and you're doing things for yourself, for the people around you, like good things? Or are you tired because you're wasting your day? Another day was wasted, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, why? if you're going to be tired anyway, if you're going to die anyway, I mean... <laughs> why not make something out yeah, of it? exactly. So it's the idea of the first time you you do these things and it's very hard on you. You don't you haven't built a pattern yet. You haven't built a steady like a repetition th basis yet. Um, it's about having a goal in mind, and that keeps you going over that yeah, first like, hurdle. Yeah, like you have a goal, and then you have a plan, mm -hmm. and then you start executing the plan. And uh, I think it's important also because um, um, to be flexible with the with the plan, like with the how. Not with the goal. Like if you have a goal, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be very flexible with that. Like that's your goal, so do it. But you know, sometimes you think I could do it like this, and then you get to some, some challenges and say, "Oh, wait a second, it cannot be done like this." Mm -hmm. So then a lot of people just give up. Mm -hmm. But if you're flexible enough to change the plan, or not the goal, there's always another way. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you should stick to your goal. But if you're running into obstacles that are not um, traversable. Then it's about changing the the approach angle you yeah, take to the, the goal. The plan, exactly. Mm -hmm. Also, you learn. Sometimes you learn, especially with with you, weights, you, for instance. What you think you know, basically, you don't really know anything, mm -hmm. and you learn that every day. Uh, if you're willing to, to learn, you learn every day. Basically, that you know, another day, I, I, I what I thought I knew yesterday. I mean, today I know much more. Mm -hmm. You know, <clears throat> so same thing with training, same thing with martial arts or anything, I guess. So the goal should be said but the you should keep an open mind to the strategy to the to the not, yeah keep milestones an open mind. maybe the plan should be flexible because what you think the great the best plan is right now maybe in a week or two weeks or two years from now I say you know what I, I have a better way of doing it now mm -hmm. yeah. and if um i think something that is very interesting to me is if you are either injured or you wake up and for some reason it's you haven't slept good there's some other there's stress in your life there's there's something going on with you so you don't perform the way that you might want to perform according to the plan that you have set out for yourself um how do you deal with that you could call it a setback how how would you deal with that if you feel okay maybe i'm injured how do i go about reaching my goal now that that some circumstances have changed from the outside that are out of my control it's not about my motivation it's not about my my goal here um i still have that set but for some reason something external keeps me from working out like there's, an injury. No, there's nothing that could keep you have control over your your um your attitude all the time mm -hmm. 
sometimes you don't have control over other stuff. You're I can't control whatever you're thinking, or um, sometimes you can't control an injury, but you can control your attitude towards it. Your attitude towards everything you can control, you know. So that's what I try to do. And like for example, now I'm injured a little bit. Uh, for the past three months actually already, but I'm still training every single day. I just had to change my training plan mm -hmm. a little bit. So it's about keeping the consistency even though yeah. you have setbacks. So yes. lower maybe the maybe. the requirements, but yeah. still keep. That's what uh, you mean. Not lower the requirements, just work around it. Mm -hmm. I uh, I'm working around it right now for the past three months. You know. So maybe like less weight, but still you have the goal in mind. For so example, it might less be weight or a different workout plan, mm -hmm. but the goal is still in mind uh, in the same one. You know? mm -hmm. And I think it's important also to talk about how. Um, I think if you wake up, you know you have to work out. You don't feel comfortable doing it, maybe. Um, you go to the gym, you won't be able to... Like the whole approach, it's... it's if, you, if you go in with the mindset of, no, I have to work out, it's a chore, then you won't really get that far, I think. Um, I think it's about enjoying something that might not seem to be enjoyable to other people. Especially when I talk to people who are not that fit, who are trying to get into this whole, like they're trying to, to shape up, they're trying to be strong or whatever. Uh, and sometimes they're stuck in this mindset of, but this is uncomfortable. Every time I do it, I hate it. And um, can you describe how, how, how you switched into, I enjoy doing something that's hard because I've seen you do a lot of hard things, but. It's like, I like, I like, it's like a challenge. So I like, um, challenge yourself a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. like it's, it's, Is the um, you gotta enjoy the journey, you know. That's basically it. you have to enjoy the journey. You could either like lift a uh, heavy weight or again heavy weight for each person on his own level, mm -hmm. and like stress from every set, or like enjoy it and enjoy the fact that it's hard. Oh, that was great. Even lie to yourself a little bit at first, <laughs> and and with time, you know, it's gonna become real. You know. Mm, so it's about you. You start your journey and. You have to keep your goal in mind, but the reward for your workout is not the goal. You should oh, you should the reward, start. The reward is a journey. I think that's mm -hmm. you know you, every, everybody could have their own idea, but sometimes when you reach your goal, it's like oh, now what? It's a little bit like okay, it's not what I thought. Mm -hmm. But you have to enjoy the journey. If you're depressed the whole way there, it's not even worth it. It doesn't work, yeah. yeah. So it's about trying to enjoy doing something hard. That's something that gives you joy. Like if you, if you work out, you know it it, it increases in you it increases your strength, but it's also very focused on okay the the whole process of lifting the whole process I I do here the the whole thing I enjoy doing it exactly and that's something you get to by lying to yourself. Not lying to <laughs> it's not lying to yourself. It's it's it's, it's uh, reframing reframing it's changing your attitude. Mm -hmm. It's not a lie. You you be positive or you be. Uh, Negative, just be positive. Mm. I think that's something that I've um, noticed with, um, especially when when uh, I move to um, like my own my own place. It's it's something where you notice at some point cleaning up that might have been a chore before. If you notice that, just change your mind about it. Yeah, and, and because look. you know you're doing it for yourself, and then the the whole progress becomes something that you enjoy doing. Um, I think a positive state of mind and a negative state of mind they can't live together. Mm. The same, you can't occupy the same space. So if you're if you're positive, that's it. It's, it's, you're not going to be negative at the same time, you know. 
Let's just enjoy working out. Yeah, I got a great way. I have to work out today. It's, it's amazing. Oh, that set was great. You felt it? It was hard. Mm, I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, and then with time, it, it becomes, it, it was real from the very, very beginning, but you can convince yourself for that. Mm. You know, same thing with, with everything, I think. Also, I've noticed that for some reason, since I've taken more of that approach to working out, there were less injuries during the workout, I noticed. I'm not sure why that happened, but before, especially when you were like, okay, this is a chore, I have to do it, whatever, um, you didn't focus on the whole thing as far as if you if you approach it in, in a light way, you know why you're doing it, but that's not the whole purpose. You do it and you enjoy the process doing it. People look for excuses to stop. So the first excuse, they'll stop. Oh, I'm mm. a little bit in my back, my knee, my this, you know. But uh, if you just... Uh, Don't look for excuses to stop. You look for ways to continue. Mm-hmm. That's a much better approach. Mm-hmm. You know, people say you're crazy. You know, you're going to hurt yourself more. That's also usually, of course, you should listen to your body a little bit, maybe not too much. Mm. But You don't uh, have to look for signs that yeah, aren't there. Just work yet. around it. It will warn you. I think that's a. And there's much more injuries for people who, who don't train than people who do train. Mm. Like, uh, okay, you have a little bit. Uh, Tennis elbow or, you know, rotator cuff is inflamed a little bit because you lift too heavy, okay, but at least I don't have, um, you know, fat Dislocated dig, disc or something, disc yeah. sitting down all day in front of a computer mm. and my heart is not, like, uh, about to explode. Mm. I think also if you focus on that part and if you enjoy the workout, you will you will focus on proper form more. So, for instance, if your point is not to be like, okay, I have to I have to get this done. So at the end of the day, I will have my the beach the beach body, you know. Uh, but you focus on the process itself. You will make it as hard as possible on yourself in the frame that you still can manage it. And I think that's where most growth comes from, not from just getting through it, but from focusing on that part. Working out doesn't have to be hard necessarily it is usually but it has to be smart mm-hmm. not always the hardest workout is the best workout you know that's why you should have a plan and, and go 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 with the plan and you know have a goal and then a plan to the goal mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be uh, you know I kill myself every single workout no what i do personally is i, I make it okay this this next workout okay this mm-hmm. next squat session whatever this is going to be the best one i ever had mm-hmm. And then it's not always the best one. Usually it's not. But that's the frame of mind going into the workout. If you if you have that frame of mind going in, one thing for sure, it's going to be a good workout. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing when I teach a class. Uh, I, this, I want this to be the best class I ever gave. It doesn't matter uh, if it's uh, six people or 30 people in the class. So it's not necessarily the best class I ever gave. Sometimes it is. But it's always a good class. If you go in like, man, I have to work now. I don't really feel like teaching. Then you, people feel that, you know, the whole vibe is a shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And how would you say, um, if you're put, um, people sometimes, like perfectionists, they have this issue that they're never content with the stuff they did. You said, okay, this has to be the best uh, lesson of my life. It usually isn't the very best, but it's still a good one. So you still feel like, yeah, I've done something which works. Like, I've done, done something that is that is a good product. That's Look, it's not, it can't always be the best. Mm-hmm. But you have to always strive for the best. Uh, sometimes, when, um, sometimes students compete, especially like more beginners, I tell them, like before a competition, listen, go in there and give 100% of what you can. 
Mm-hmm. So do it for yourself because afterwards, you know, there's only one chance. Once once you're in there, there's only you cannot correct it. Afterwards, you always ask yourself, I should have done this, I should have done that. So instead of doing that, just go in there. And when you come out of the competition or out of the fight, you could tell yourself, you know, you look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, no matter win or lose, I know that I gave 100% of what I had. Mm-hmm. That, and that's always a good feeling, you know. Why do you think that uh, like giving 100% and still failing is better than not even giving 100%? Because you don't really, you don't really fail when you <coughs> give 100%, you learn. You know, and it's an attitude thing. So you look at it as you look at it as failure. I look at it as a, as, as a learning curve. Okay, that's one way not to do it. Let's find <laughs> another way to do it. You know, mm-hmm. well, it could be the you know losing could actually be potentially the best thing that ever happened to you. What what if you win like an easy fight? What did you learn? Not much. Yeah, nothing much. You know, especially if your opponent is no good. Right. It's just it just yeah. pushes your ego, but there's not much you, you can benefit from there, yeah. Right. What if every lifting session is easy? What did you learn? Mm-hmm. Right. But if if sometimes it's hard, then it forces you to to go back and l- look at your technique. Maybe you know your head is not high enough. Maybe you should be pushing your chest out a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with everything. I think that's why good fighters are usually very humble because you see they have to have been humbled a lot to get to the place where they are at. Because that's the learning curve. And I think that's... Um, I, I've heard... I'm not sure who, who, who said that, but in, in an interview I, I heard... Ah, Bas Ruten said it. Um, he was like, usually the people who are not genetically that gifted but have to work for it are the most um, furious competitors. Because he says they have to strive for it. There's a work mentality there. Whilst those who are very gifted, who are usually the best in the gym at first, they, they don't develop that same attitude towards struggle, towards striving for something and then sometimes they fall off at a certain point um, would you agree that's that's a, yeah, a thing that where makes sense so it's it about it's about having a healthy relationship with struggle I don't really call it struggle but yeah it's about it's about discipline mm-hmm. you know you, you you learn to to work hard you get that habit you know you learn it's about attitude how you look at how you look at failure look at life so, you know, if you have a goal and you really believe you can get that goal, uh, losing one or two or not being successful in something, it's not going to stop you. It's mm-hmm. okay, okay, um, let's try another approach, you know. Mm-hmm. Talk is easy, you know, motivation is easy. But discipline is the hard part. I think it's interesting you uh, said earlier that you have to keep your, your goal in mind and the plan is still a little flexible. Um And if you talk with, let's say you have one of the fighters in your gym, that can apply to other areas in life. But let's say one of the fighters in your gym, he's new, but he wants to compete. Um, you want to train him. What, like, how do you approach finding that goal? Is it I want to win that competition? Is it I want to be the best fighter I can possibly? You can, you can have, you can have a, a big goal, let's say one really, really big one, and. Uh, A lot, of, a lot of small goals, you know, on the way to that big one too. So the big one might be, I want to be the best fighter I can. And then one yeah. of the goals inside yeah, might I be, I want to win uh, that competition. Yeah, a small uh, weekend competition or this little mm-hmm. match. Yeah, stuff like that. Or I want to have a great session with the weights. I want to be able to do five times five of this weight or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because you said uh, if you reach that goal sometimes, if that's the only motivator, you said, okay, I can, I can hit this wall and then there's nothing there. And how how do you keep, for instance, your guys from from reaching a point where they're like, okay, I've done this, 
And I, I try to teach discipline. That's how I do it. You know, always look for something new to do. You know, but so once you you like the work, it becomes a, a, a something of joy. You don't have to work yeah, towards exactly, something exactly, anymore. Exactly. Ah, so the the whole working process itself is something that gives you joy. So you don't have to have the goal in mind anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you you should have a goal in mind, but that helps a lot. You know that that whole. You know, it's a labor of love. It becomes a labor of love. Mm -hmm. You know, then it's easier. If you don't like what you do, then it's never, never gonna really, uh, you're never really gonna be successful in that part. Mm -hmm. So, if you talk about goals with with fighting or with getting stronger, are your personal goals something where um, is it like a general thing you you think about, or is it certain things you have to reach? Let's say I want to have three more ICS. Um, like um, gyms in that area, is it, is it as precise as that or is it more of a general thing where you're like, okay, I want to feel this way, I want to have these... With uh, ICCS specifically? Or? No, in, in general, like uh, ICCS is part of it, but but how, how, how um, if you're talking about the, uh, about goals, I think it's it's hard to understand how, how specific or unspecific should they be uh, to this, keep you one, disciplined. Each one is uh, decide that for himself, I think, you know, I think that it, as specific as they are, it's just easier to reach. If it's mm -hmm. really specific, down to the color of uh, of the of the house you want or whatever, it's I think it's a, it might be a little easier, you know. But if everyone can do it the way they want to do it. I just love to teach. Uh, one of my goals is to bring the best uh, product to to my students, and mm -hmm. the growth comes from there. I think. Mm -hmm. How do you uh, go about making the plans for those students, for instance? If you say, okay, we, we have established a goal. We, we talked about, okay, I want to be a strong person. I want to compete in this or that and maybe maybe something more specific. If you approach, I think that's the issue with, with most people. They don't have a plan to reach those. They have dreams, they have ideas, but it's like, how do you go about planning these things? Put it on, the, take a pen, take a paper and put it down. Plan. Yeah, but the person has to have a concept of how to get there. And the issue is, if they if they don't, it's it's so plan to get a concept. Start from zero. Start where you stand. Mm -hmm. But don't. That's an excuse. There's always excuses, right? Uh, why not? Why not? That's a good example of an excuse. I don't know how. Most people get stuck on the how. That, that's the thing, right? The, I have. A, here's what I want, and then how are you gonna do it? Well, I don't know. So yeah, you're right. Let's forget about it. So it's about having so everything. Even, even a goal could be how find out how to do it. Mm -hmm. To start studying. Today, with with, uh, with uh, the internet, you can study anything you want by yourself. Mm -hmm. So instead of watching Netflix, can start studying. You'll find the you'll find the way. Mm -hmm. I think also sometimes it helps you reframe things you're doing. So, for instance, I, I once had this design job, and um, I found it to be. I, it didn't really inspire me, so it was like, okay, I, now I have to do that because I committed to it. But I'm not sure if I really enjoy it. Whatever. And then I thought about what I could do with the project. So one, I could just like try out new stuff. And also I knew where the money would go because I needed it for something else. And when I reframed it for something where I could make up the bigger picture, like, okay, um, I wanted to get some stuff for the bike so I could go someplace. And then it was like, I really enjoy going somewhere with my bike, like a, a long, long trips. So I would reframe the stuff that I would do to how does it fit into me being a happy person and then the little chores don't even feel like chores anymore because you have reframed them to be something that is beneficial to what you're doing because you see why you're doing it yeah exactly and I think that's that's a very important thing where um, when you say you don't have to 
super specifically like uh, know the way that you will achieve those goals um, it's still about reframing everything you do into how does it help me to reach my goal and if it doesn't stop doing it yeah that's true also like um i think uh you know you, you get a lot of information during the day mm -hmm. with, with your phone or whatever people always always watching and getting more and more information i like to usually i only take in information personally that would help me reach one of my goals mm -hmm. if it's not i just don't i just i just shut it off i don't i don't even watch it i don't listen to it either right if someone uh is uh, speaking to you whatever he's being all like complaining and so i'm not going to be rude and like walk away even though i would like to mm -hmm. you know i would just put on like uh made up earmuffs and like you know you, you nod and smile but i would finish the conversation as fast as mm. i can you wouldn't let it reach you yeah yeah and i would totally forget about it a second later mm -hmm. unless i'm trying to help that person you know totally forget about it a second later just bringing into my mind things that help me with uh with what i'm trying to do mm -hmm. and so I, also it's always up there in your mind and the edge of your brain is always like things that may interest you interest you or may interest you in the future for reaching that, that goal mm -hmm. so with people who are close to you who are friends maybe or associates it's still different because you're like okay the friendship still benefits me in some way because it's not about just okay um this doesn't benefit me directly so fuck that person like i don't want to talk to that person because well, of course not of course not if you people who know me know i'm always helping friends but mm -hmm. i know but even if you're helping a friend let's say you have a problem you come up with your problem I will do everything I could to help you with the problem, but I will forget about it afterwards because it's not my problem. Mm -hmm. It's still your problem. No, no matter what you, you do about it, I can't help you by making it my problem. Too, right? Mm -hmm. So I will do everything I could to help you, but still I'm not taking your problem to me. Right? Maybe the next day I'll, I'll, I'll try to help you again. But not, if, by taking someone else's problem, making your own problem, There's, you're not being helpful not to him or not to you. Mm. So you shouldn't take it home with you. That's the idea. Absolutely not. Do you have, is there like a certain way you do that or is that just like a capability that you have? It's just something I thought about. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I think it's really interesting because I think that's something that um, oftentimes people struggle with because not only is it with like friends or family sometimes and they, they sit and they think about it, but also it's about things where um, it's not their problem yet. Like sometimes when, you, when you're worried about stuff, You make That's, it your own problem. Yeah. You take a problem from the future and manifest it now. It's like, okay, now I have that problem, even though it's not even there yet. Yeah. So stop it. <laughs> so just stop. <laughs> exactly what I'm trying to say. Stop doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, just stop with the drama. And also like, you know, if you could do something about it, so then do, do something about it, you know? Mm -hmm. But that's already, again, taking something towards the goal. Like not failing in this, exactly, or not doing exactly. that. but then it's about okay. Do whatever I still have you a work can do, progress. like you know. Also, sometimes you know you have a, a plan, and then you have certain things like you're not sure how you're gonna do it. Mm -hmm. You're not sure what's the solution for that for that problem, but that should stop stop you from kind of starting to do what you do know how to do. And once you, if you start, I always guarantee you that when you get to that problem you thought about, you already find the bridge to cross it. Mm -hmm. You will find it when you get there. But if you don't even start, you're not going to, of course, ever find any solution. Mm -hmm. 
I noticed that with um, even um, every time you do something crafty, be it something very simple, but also if you're very into crafts like woodwork or something, every time you try to um, to make something and you have a goal in mind um, and it doesn't align with the work you have, like the working piece, maybe it's wood, maybe it has some 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 attributes that don't really work with the thing you have in mind. If you're super rigid in that thing, like it has to be exactly that and I know exactly how to do it and doesn't perform be, like that. You have that. to be flexible. You have to be flexible because then you it can be, be like something that's artful. Not with your goal, but with the rest, you should be flexible. Mm. Also with people, if, 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 if you're not flexible with people, not many people are going to like you. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have a, a you know a stick up your ass, so many people are not going to like. They're not going to like you. Mm -hmm. Maybe they might be kind with you or on a work relationship with you because they have to. But after that, they're not going to like you. Mm -hmm. But if you learn to be flexible with people, you know other people's opinions, especially other people's uh, tastes, it, well, people will like you more. Mm -hmm. you know? Flexible meaning accepting, but still keeping your own yeah, integrity. You can accept any person's uh, opinion if it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Still, you can make your own, you know, you're smart enough to make your own choices, your own mm -hmm. opinions, but you can listen to other people, you know, be flexible, be a little bit interested in what they have to say, you know. Mm -hmm. I think the most important or the, the most fascinating thing is when you talk to someone who really has um, like a, a passion for something. Because every time there's a passion, I might not understand the passion. I've, I've met like a little um, boy who was super into the, like the, he knew everything about certain trains and the colors and whatever. And I'm, I'm let me be honest, but I'm not that kind of guy, but still it was interesting to see him very passionately it's talking a, about a, these it's, trains. It's impressive. It's, it's not only is it impressive, yeah. but there is something real there. And I think when, when people lose their passion, when they don't have passion talking about anything, then there's nothing, there's no... Yeah. What is there to, to engage with? I think with? that if someone talks about, at least personally, if someone talks to, to me about something with passion, even if for me the subject is a little boring, it's interesting to listen to him. Yeah, you can still listen. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like, wow, dude, you, you know, you really like butterflies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, but yeah. yeah. I've heard like a three-hour podcast. The whole topic was bees. Just talking about bees. But the, she was so... She was so well informed. There was so much stuff she talked about. I was like, okay, I, I didn't know that I find bees interesting, but now I have to keep reading on like it's <laughs> reading up on bees. And I think that's something where um, real passion with people who are open minded it can be infectious. And I think that's something where if you're a good coach, if you want to, if you want to teach in 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 a way that people can relate to it, you have to be passionate about the the thing you're yeah, that's teaching. That's why I started off uh, first thing. I said I love what I do. <laughs> that's it makes the teaching way easier <laughs> if you're not into the stuff you're teaching or if you teach something in a way that you're forced to do i think that's where you you hit a wall that's where you stop improving that's where you stop really people can't engage with you the same way and i think that's also very hard on people coming in they they notice there's something lacking yeah, there of course people feel it and i think that's uh when when especially with some like um like um martial arts not in the Like, like the very traditional ones. I think that's something where they kind of lag because it's a very sterile, sterile environment. It's very, I say this, you do this. It's not about passion. It's about uh, like order. And I think that's maybe, where maybe even there, if you have if you have passion, I'm sure you know. I'm sure you have a lot of instructors here with with passion. And mm -hmm. I'm sure it's great. It doesn't really matter what you do as long as you love what you do. Isn't it's like you said, it's contagious. Mm -hmm. People are like, uh, like man, that's that's cool. You know. And if I, I I thought about the um, you told me once about the like new recruits, 
And sometimes you have, at first you have to have like more distance and at some point you break it. So there's like a difference. And I've heard you talk about like the, the part where, where it's very distanced. We said, I don't really enjoy that part, but I still have to do it. And it's like, um, and if you, if you teach that, do you, is it still about, okay, it will progress to that point. So I will enjoy it then. So I can now get through no, this part not, where. No, it's not, I don't, I understand why I do it. Mm -hmm. So it has a purpose. Yeah, so you can course, still do yeah. it very well. Okay. Yeah. So basically it's I about. I don't enjoy being distant with someone or like, you know, quote unquote punishing someone. But, mm -hmm. but if you understand why you're doing it, you know, it's for the reasons why you're doing it. You know, so of course it's much easier to do it, and you understand why it's so important to do it. Mm. And especially, I think, in the military, because it's different in the way that if you're teaching someone one-on-one -on -one in fighting or in, in like competition fighting or in uh, street fighting, it's basically that person committing to something, wanting to learn for for themselves. And if it doesn't work out the way that you intend to, it's still a thing where it's it's their it's their issue at the end of the day. And with the military, if one person fails and it's a group of seven. All of the other six have issues, Pretty so much, yeah. it's a different. I think it's a different dynamic. Yeah, it's education too, you know, be part of a bigger group of a team. Mm -hmm. So you have to stay focused on these things, and it's so punishment has a has a broader purpose. There, it's, it's not, not about. It's not punishment. It's education. It's education. Yeah, it's and really, it's also it's tough you have education, to, but it's education. Mm -hmm. You don't do it. You know, if there's an instructor who does it for the sake of doing it because he enjoys it, he should not be an instructor. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. So the whole, yeah, I've, I've heard that with, if I have some like fitness elements in the classes that I've, I've given, like, uh, especially when you, when you train, for instance, like core strength or something, which is very important for pretty much everything in fighting. <laughs> I have to, I had this one girl come up to me and say, you enjoy this shit, don't you? And I'm like, I don't enjoy this. You asked me, or you need to have this part in the, uh, be part in the training. And just because I instructed it in the way, like I, I talked about it very clearly, she was like, you, you enjoy this. You're, you're a sick bastard at heart. And oh, like, no, people, this is not people, how it works. People tell me that too. Okay. <laughs> so you enjoy it? So I always say, yeah, I enjoy seeing you getting strong. Is that a problem? Ah, that's a good way to respond. Yeah. I enjoy that's, that's you also the, that's also the truth. improving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was and just like... say, well, you don't enjoy getting stronger? <laughs> and then they, they look at it. From, um, I think of that. It's true, I do. And that's how they'll be more motivated when they come back training. I've seen you do this with the kids. You're like, who wants to be strong? Yeah. I want to be strong. I do five push-ups to get strong. And it's like, yeah. ah, shit, the wrong answer. But then you're like, no, that's not the wrong answer. The wrong you answer, still want to be strong. I don't I don't think push-ups should be a punishment. Yeah. It should be a good thing. It's a good thing. Let's work out together. I also usually do it with them. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good... I think this might be a good summary. Okay. Do you wanna do you wanna add something? No, yeah, it's like your shirt. <laughs> I like it too, believe me. <laughs> so see you guys next week with some other nice shirts. <laughs> Looking forward. Right, bye bye. Bye bye.